yo, yo, welcome to the show. This is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I'm your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by my producer, audio engineer, best friend in the whole wide world. Mike is in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey, what's up? Thank you, Mike. Now, you guys might know me from YouTube. Chris vs. The World is my comedy channel. Laser Lemming is my gaming channel. Upandloaded.com brings them all together like one great big happy family that has not seen each other for quite a long time. This show is running strong, though. Don't forget that you guys can subscribe to this show. We are on iTunes. We are on Google Podcasts. We are on Pocket Casts, Podcast Republic, Stitcher, anywhere podcasts are sold for free. We are there, including uploaded.com. You can download the episode straight to your phone, straight to your computer. It's a wonderful thing. You can stream it for all I care. As long as you're listening, that's what matters to me. We got a great show for y'all today. Today, we are talking about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer, political thrillers, Naked Dares, Grocery Shopping, Terrible Movies, and a whole lot more. But, you know what? Before we get into this, recently I've noticed that Donald Trump is still the President of the United States. Did you know about that, Mike? Some people are not too happy about that fact, though. And they want him gone. You know, they said that this guy worked with Russia to steal the 2016 election. They are demanding that Trump be impeached. So, this man named uh, Bobby Mueller, he was hired to investigate these claims. You know, did Trump cheat his way to the White House? And today, Chris to Chris is going to get a little bit political. And we're going to find out once and for all if Donald Trump needs to be impeached from office. You know? But first, before we do this, I've got to do some investigating of my own, which means in the meantime, we're going to move on to the tip of the week, and it's a doozy. So uh, last weekend, my, uh, my wife and I, uh, we were looking through the refrigerator, and we realized that we didn't have any food in there, you know, nothing substantial. There might have been some ketchup packets, barbecue sauce, that sort of thing, but not enough to eat, and I wanted a snack. And all we had were these ketchup packets. So instead, I ate some of the, uh, the Arm & Hammer baking soda we had in the back of the fridge. Just snacked on that. Anyway, we realized that it was probably a good idea to, to go grocery shopping. And I'm not a big fan of grocery shopping. You know, your eyes are always bigger than your stomach. Before you know it, you got a cart full of exotic fruits you never heard about. And Oreos that you have no business eating. You know, Mike, did you know that they have... Every flavor of Oreo you can imagine, they're like those uh, jelly belly, jelly beans. Uh, there's, there's like Harry Potter vomit flavor, a birthday cake, uh, parrot flavor. You know, just random things that you, you would never guess that they make Oreos out of. But yeah, Oreos are like jelly beans these days. Anyway, uh, we still needed food in our house, and I didn't want to go. And if you only ever eat uh, fast food, you're going to be spending a lot more money than you would if you just went grocery shopping. So I ran into a dilemma, you know? Do I spend a bunch of money on fast food every day this week, also wasting my time, or do I risk walking into a grocery store? And my wife came up with a, a bit of a compromise. She said, uh, we should order our groceries on online, you know, on the internet, on the World Wide Web, as you might say in the 90s, and uh, then have them delivered to us. And I really, really, really didn't want to go to the grocery store that day. It was my day off. So I said, okay, let's do it. 
So we ordered the food, and it, it got here in about an hour, you know, give or take a 10 or 20 minutes. And that's not too bad. That's not too bad. But there was an issue. We did not pay enough attention to what we were doing here. We screwed up, fam. First of all, the grocery store was uh, teamed up with this company called Instacart. You might have heard of them if you've ever bought groceries online. And if you don't know them, Instacart is it's kind of like Grubhub or Uber Eats, except the driver can't snack on your fries. Because if you're ordering fries, they're in a bag and they're frozen. And I'm probably not going to do this again anytime soon. See, the way it works is they text you uh, if they can't find the item that you asked for. But really, you have no idea if they're actually looking for that item, you know? They, they've got, this is a job to them. So they're just racing, racing through this order so they can get to the next one. And here's an example. We asked for corn on the cob. Like big, you know, normal sized corn on the cob. And I'm pretty sure the woman that delivered this food, she just substituted it with corn chips instead. She's like, same difference, bitch. Here you go. Uh, we ordered a, a tiny bag of red potatoes because if you ever bought red potatoes, they're tiny and they're in a tiny bag, relatively speaking. But she brought us a 60-pound bag of potatoes that were imported personally from the governor of Idaho's potato farm. Okay? They make uh, fine vodka out of these potatoes. So these potatoes were $100. $100 for potatoes. Couldn't believe it. I'm saying that this lady bought us a, a, a lot of random stuff. And I think she knew that. Because she knocked on the door and immediately was trying to get out of there. Real quick. She's like, bye. Bye. Like, hey, 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 here's your food. Adios. But I flagged her down, you know? To give her a tip. Because we live in America. It's a tipping culture. People don't get paid enough in America. So I said, I'm going to give her a tip. But that was my mistake. Because when we were ordering this stuff, they had at least three different fees built in on top of the cost of the food. And I get it, you know. It's delivered to you. People have to get paid for this service. I get it to a certain extent. But the, the fees were kind of ridiculous in some, to some extent because they had a delivery fee. Okay, delivery fee, I understand. Then they had a service fee. I don't know what the hell a service fee is. A service fee. I thought that's the delivery fee. And then they had a, a built-in tip, which we didn't know about. We had no idea about the built-in tip. And it just defaulted to like $5 and change. I'm assuming it was a percentage of whatever we had ordered. And because of that $5 and change, I'm assuming that the delivery lady saw that. And it's probably why we got all kinds of food wrong. We ordered sliced turkey, and she brought us sliced chicken. I guess she thought, you know, a bird is a bird, right? A bird is a bird. So she thinks that I cheaped out, and I only gave her $5. And then I flag her down to give her $10 more in cash. So, you know, she ended up with a $15 tip. Not too shabby. Anyway, she turns and runs away before I can see how great of a job she did at the grocery shopping. So this week's uh, tip of the week is to pay attention to what you're buying and all the fees that they tack on at the end. Oh, and you should probably just go to the damn grocery store yourself. You know, it might be worth it. Probably save some money. Probably don't end up with uh, 100 pounds of potatoes you're never going to eat. You know what happens when you uh, don't eat potatoes? You just let them 
sit in your cabinet or wherever you keep your potatoes, they start growing roots out of them. It's happened to me. It's happened to me. They'll start growing roots. And you know what they'll do? Those roots will actually root themselves through your carpet. You will grow a potato tree right in the middle of your living room if you let it happen. It's a fun fact. Anyway, we gotta move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. Okay, folks, if you've been paying any attention, if you've been on the internet at all this week, I'm pretty sure you know what we're going to be talking about this week. So the, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie finally dropped a trailer on Tuesday. And as expected, people are not too happy about it. People aren't too happy about it. Sonic, straight up, just to be blunt, he looked weird, lanky. You might even say he looked dumb. It was a dumb look. And uh, when, uh, when Sega first announced that they'd be making a live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie, I just had one question. It's the same question that I'm sure many people were asking themselves. Why? Why are you doing this? Why are you making a live-action Sonic the Hedgehog movie set in the real world? Oh, and you're making it kind of a buddy cop movie. Sonic has teamed up with the guy from Westworld for some reason. You know, just as you always imagined Sonic the Hedgehog. Him and his human adult male friend. Great. And like I said, he looks weird. He's got these uh, small little bug eyes. Sonic is known for having one giant eye with two, two uh, pupils and irises. Kind of creating the illusion of two eyes. But you know, Paramount's like, whoa, we can't have that. We can't have that. This is, uh, this is the real world. So... They decided to go through with it. And Sonic does not have a, a history of great storytelling, right? In 2006, Sega rebooted the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog franchise for the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360. This was supposed to be the big comeback for Sonic the Hedgehog. They just called the game Sonic the Hedgehog. Like, they were really proud of it. And uh, it's a really shitty game. It's a really bad game. Tons of glitches. It's just bad game. And uh, has a bad story. In that game, Sonic is straight up macking. I mean, he's, I'm pretty sure he's like tongue kissing this, uh, this human princess. And she's, she's got like three feet on him, alright? This human princess. They're kissing, having romantic love. And you have to put this in context, okay? I don't care what you say, furries. You have to put this in context. Sonic is an animal. And this human being... This woman is straight up kissing on him. Who knows what else they're doing, right? Who knows what else they're doing? But I think it's fair to say that this is sexual to a certain degree. To a certain degree. You, we, we don't see everything because I'm pretty sure the game's rated like E10 plus or something like that. But the fact that it's even rated E10 plus, E or E10 plus, one of those. The fact that it even has that rating. And these, these uh, two species really going at it. I think uh, it says a lot for the state of humanity. You know what I mean? Anyway, that's the kind of rich storytelling we're dealing with here in the Sonic franchise. It's not historically good in any capacity. I have to make that very clear. You know, there was a couple of uh, Sonic the Hedgehog cartoons and a darker one that I I'd say was probably a lot better than this, but the games themselves, no. They're not good. Let's just, let's just agree to that, okay? So, Sega, they got with Paramount, and they said, look, 
we want to make Sonic the Hedgehog into a big movie star. You know, Nintendo has a Mario movie coming out in a few years, and we got to beat them to the punch. We got to go fast. And Paramount said, hey, that's a great idea. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to take your well-known mascot and, you know, just fuck him up. We're going to turn him into an unrecognizable turd. And Sega said, hey, that's great, as long as we're getting paid. Now, everything I've heard about this movie, it, it just kind of sounds like Sega gave Paramount carte blanche. They said, hey, you have permission to do pretty much whatever you want. And I imagine that some producers at Paramount said, look, Sonic's design does not make sense in the real world. He's a blue hedgehog. He wears gloves. And he's got one big eye. You know, he would look a lot better if we gave him tiny eyes and made him look like a tweaker. You know, not like he's a current meth addict, but Sonic, Sonic messes with meth every now and then. You know what I'm saying? He, you could tell that this guy does meth every now and then. That's why he's always so twitchy and fast. So that's what they did. They paired Sonic up with this human guy from Westworld. And Sonic has to help save our planet or some bullshit like that. You know, standard shit. <sighs> anyway, you could tell that uh, Paramount really pulled out all the stops with this movie. They really respected the source material. Although, again, the Sonic movies, or the Sonic games, I should say, uh, they don't have good stories. They don't, okay? They don't. They don't have good voice acting. They don't have good stories. They're just not good stories. And often they're not good games, especially since entering the 3D realm. But that's a whole nother soapbox that Sonic fans can uh, send me hate mail for. Anyway, uh, Sonic was actually in a movie a few years back. It was called Wreck-It Ralph. That movie was made by uh, Disney. And Sonic was in it for like 20, 30 seconds, something like that. And I don't think he even says anything. And I can tell you right now that that movie is going to be a better Sonic movie than Sonic the Hedgehog. I think the key ingredient to a good Sonic movie is not including Sonic. There's another problem with this movie, though. Uh, Steve Urkel is not going to be voicing Sonic. You guys know uh, Jaleel White? He played Steve Urkel. At the uh, end of every episode, he'd say, Hey, kids, you know what's really cool? Not doing drugs. And uh, they, don't want, they don't want Jaleel. You know, Jaleel's not a big name anymore. So they got the guy from Parks and Recreation play Sonic the Hedgehog. It's just a recipe for success, I tell you what. They got uh, Jim Carrey playing uh, Dr. Robotnik, though. That's the bad guy in the Sonic universe, if you're not familiar. Looks like he's just pretty much going to look like Jim Carrey with a mustache for about 90% of this movie and uh, maybe uh, throw on a bald cap and a CGI mustache during the last 10 minutes. We'll see. That's just my general impression from the trailer. Honestly... I really don't know what else to say about this movie. Because I, I feel like I've already said too much. It feels like by talking about this movie, I'm giving it legitimacy. And I don't want that. I don't want to add weight. I don't want to give this movie credit for existing. It looks like a disaster. And I... I, I okay. I, I plan on seeing it. Not, not in theaters. I, I, I wouldn't want to waste my time like that. It seems like the kind of thing you throw on in the background during a, a bad hangover or something. Just, you know, something where you really just 
don't care. Like you're just trying to tune life out. It's not something you want to pay attention to. Definitely not. But uh, to the director's credit, uh, he just uh, announced on Twitter. He's like, hey, guys, thanks for the, uh, the feedback. Thanks for the feedback on the Sonic movie. We are totally listening to your uh, positive words and criticisms. And we get it. We get it. You guys don't like the way Sonic looks, so we're going to fix that. And I think this is exactly what Paramount was trying to avoid because a couple months back, there were leaks for the uh, Sonic the Hedgehog movie. We, we saw pictures of what he possibly looked like, and it turns out those leaks were absolutely true. He looked just like the monstrosity that everybody was worried he would look like. And what I think happened was Paramount saw the buzz. They might have even been the ones to leak it, right? But Paramount saw the buzz, and the buzz was bad. But they thought, okay, well, it's going to cost a lot of money to change this, and we don't have a lot of time because this movie's coming out in November. So uh, we'll just release the trailer and hope it works out. And it didn't work out, you know. The dislike bar on YouTube was, was strong with this one. The comments were negative with this one. People were not happy. People were questioning their faith in God. They said, would a loving God allow this to happen? And I, I'm not going to legitimize those, uh, those questions, but it's... it's it's understandable to a certain degree. It's like, wow, this is this is just wrong. This is just wrong. This is movie this is this is old school movie making. Back in the day, you would have movie or video games and comics get their own movie treatments, but the, the movie studio would be like, hey, we're gonna we're gonna make a, a movie off of your property, but we really don't like your property. So we're gonna fuck it all up. And that's what they did. So this is old school movie making at its best. So now the director's saying, hey, we're going we're gonna to fix the way Sonic looks. after this." Like He said this like a day after the trailer came out. So, uh-oh, uh-oh. They've got six months to fix Sonic. And I'm pretty sure most of that CG work is done, or it's in the process of getting done. And so they've got to really uh, ramp up production. What I think is going to happen now is that we're going to hear Sonic a lot off screen when we normally would have seen him. So it's going to be another one of those movies where... It's called Sonic the Hedgehog, but it's really the cop and the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog in the, in the backpack, that sort of thing. I don't know. I, I'm just speaking out of my ass, but you guys get the idea. Anyway, guys, uh, look out for uh, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie coming in uh, November 2019. <sighs> anyway, let's move on to uh, our investigation. See, I've done some digging. I read the Mueller report. Well... I didn't read, read. It's over 400 pages long, but I listened to it. Actually, I listened to some summaries of the report. Listening to it would have taken like over 11 hours, and who has time for that? Anyway, they couldn't prove that Trump conspired with Russia. The White House actually censored a lot of the report, but the general gist of it was that Trump was not going to be indicted. Now, after reading that, I looked up the word indicted. And it means that Trump isn't going to be charged of any crimes. So I thought, good. This Russia conspiracy theory is nonsense. You know, Trump might be the kind of guy that lies constantly, cheats on his taxes, pays off porn stars, backs an illegal war in Yemen, violates the emoluments clause, and all kinds of other reprehensible shit. But I would never accuse Trump of working for Russia. See, Trump has pissed off Russia nonstop since he became president. 
Now, he didn't want to piss off Russia. He's in love with Vladimir Putin. Straight up love. But despite his boner for Moscow, the U.S. has put several sanctions on Russia since Trump became president. But there's still the issue of the Democrats, or as Trump likes to call them, the haters. See, there's pressure for Congress to impeach Trump for obstruction of justice, but is it a good idea? We'll have to find out after the news. Linfield, Massachusetts Fire Chief Glenn Davis is on paid administrative leave after walking into a Rhode Island 7-Eleven completely naked. Now, Mike, uh, before you get all hot and bothered over there, this wasn't the kind of firefighter you have in your calendars. This was a 60-year-old man, buddy. See, he told his uh, 29-year-old girlfriend that it's legal to be nude in public in Rhode Island. So she dared him to go to the store butt-ass naked. And when you're a 60-year-old man with a 29-year-old girlfriend, you tend to do stupid things to keep a relationship spicy. At least I assume so. And the owner of the 7-Eleven said the guy just walked in smiling. He bought a soda and he just jiggled his way on out of there. When he left, uh, the woman wrote down the license plate number and uh, called the cops. So the cops pulled this guy over and he uh, flashed his uh, uh, driver's license, I assume. And he was on his merry way, I guess. But the 7-Eleven employee who uh, witnessed this whole thing, who was a part of this whole thing, she wasn't happy. She wasn't okay with this scenario. She said that this was the worst thing that has ever happened in her whole life. You know, even though she works at 7-Eleven. I'm kind of calling bullshit on that. I feel like if you're... Just the idea that you have to work at 7-Eleven is worse than this, but... I don't know. She really, she was really traumatized by it. So she wants this guy to be registered as a sex offender. But apparently, it is in fact legal to be naked in Rhode Island. But you could still be charged for it if it causes someone else to feel distressed. So it's a real shaky law, I guess. I actually think that there's a pretty big double standard here. Because if uh, this fire chief was a fire chief dog... And he walked into 7-Eleven completely naked. I don't think she would have called the cops at all. Personally. Anyway, in other news, uh, got a short little news story about uh, a man in the town of Gillette, Wyoming. So according to uh, the Gillette News record, they, they wrote a story that uh, a 36-year-old man took a couple of trips to the Sportsman's Warehouse in Gillette to pick up some items for free. Which means he was shoplifting. He bought a few things with the rewards card, but he also decided to steal some sunglasses and ammunition via his five-finger discount. You know, he was, he was stealing, okay? I guess he liked that place, though, because uh, he came back a little bit later to steal a couple more pairs of sunglasses. He said, these are nice. I should get two more pairs. But before he left, the second time, he said, hey, can I fill out a job application? He wanted to work there. So the cops uh, gave him a citation. See, the store owners, the people at the store were, were wise to his games at that point, so they, they got the cops involved. Cops gave him a citation, and they took back the stuff he stole. But it doesn't sound like he was arrested, though, because you know Wyoming only has like 20 people living in the whole state. 
So if you arrested this guy, they might be locking up their mayor or something. You don't want that. Years ago, I want to say uh, 2013, year of our Lord. This is a couple years after I, I graduated from college. That was when the country was really going through a big economic boom called the Great Recession. And it was probably the worst time you could ever possibly graduate from college. So I was working at a, a Sears parts store with my college degree. And this was, when I say Sears parts store, when you imagine Sears, well, when you imagine Sears today, you imagine a uh, big empty store that was recently closed down. But that's not what we're talking about. Uh, when you picture a Sears, you picture a big giant retail store with, often with escalators and lots of, uh, lots of different items, usually expensive. But uh, when I say a Sears parts store, it was an offshoot of Sears. It was not a giant retail store. It was a small little store. Uh, the storefront itself was probably the size of a, a gas station, but inside. And we, we sold mostly parts. We did sell some bigger items like lawnmowers and vacuums and that sort of thing. But it was mostly parts to repair things like uh, your fridge or your washing machine or your dryer. Anyway, we, we had a lot of like old people show up, like mostly people who didn't know how to use Google or YouTube to, to just fix things themselves because we also took in items to have them repaired. So one day, this guy comes in, probably in his uh, mid-30s, and uh, he starts telling my coworker and I about how he used to work at this uh, water store. I don't know what that necessarily means, but they sold water. Of some kind and he would he was telling us how he used to constantly rip them off and steal money from them just story after story about how he used to steal from his old employer and at the end of the story he says anyway he says this with a straight face he says anyway are, are you guys hiring <laughs> just like nah nah we'll let you know but uh, I guess that's just a thing I guess that's just a thing you like a place so much you know, I guess you do. I guess you would like a place if you're if you're making money from them. You know, you're making money, you're you're stealing from them, and then you're getting paid legitimately on top of that. It's a win-win-win, right? As long as you're not arrested. So, uh, yeah, this guy is no different than the guy from Wyoming. Anyway, we got to settle this once and for all. Should Donald Trump be impeached? About twenty years ago. A man by the name of uh, Billy Clinton got himself a girlfriend while he was president. Now, normally, this would have been the classic love story. 22-year-old girl meets 49-year-old man. But uh, Billy's wife thought he could do better. He could do better. So she wasn't too happy about the situation. And worse off, old Bill lied to a grand jury about it. So the Republicans impeached the guy. But... I'm a bit of a history buff, so I happen to know that Bill Clinton was not fired from being president. He served out the entirety of his second term. See, after the Republicans tried to kick him out, the guy became more popular. More popular. His powers became stronger than ever. So, in what world do people think that impeaching Trump will not turn his base into Super Saiyan MAGA voters. Think about it, okay? The Republicans control the Senate. 
and you need a two-thirds supermajority to convict the president being impeached. Trump has the Senate on a leash. He tells them bark, they bark. He tells them jump, they jump. They are not going to impeach him. So, in this scenario, the Democrats have essentially turned Trump into a victim that persevered and won. Wow. They've also pissed off Trump's base. And nothing gets people to the polls quicker than being pissed off. It's true. It's true. That's how Trump probably won in the first place. You know? People were not doing well. Especially in the Rust Belt. And, uh... He, was, he, he had a populist platform. Granted, he did not actually deliver on that platform, but he had a populist platform. And people will vote for you if you uh, tell them what they want to hear. So to answer the question, should Trump be impeached? Well, if you want four more years of Trump, I think it would be a great idea to impeach him. Say, hey, do I want Trump to win? then yes, you should impeach him. But uh, if you don't want to uh, rile his base up even more, bring more of them to the polls up, embolden his base, you might want to just let this ride. Trump, uh, Trump will probably uh, be his own undoing. But who knows, you know? Maybe they can impeach him and it'll all work out. And we will get President Mike Pence instead. Wouldn't that be great? Wouldn't that be swell? That guy seems like he really knows how to soft rock. So, win-win-win, uh, right? Anyway, let's, uh, let's move on to a little thing we like to call listener questions. This week we have some, some great questions. Devin asks uh, a great question. Great question to uh, uh, confuse listeners right from the jump. He asks, are you going to check both posts for questions so you don't miss any? See, uh, Devin's referring to the fact that this week, I asked for questions twice. I really wanted to get people involved, so I asked twice. And uh, not only did I check both posts, I constantly checked both posts. I kept refreshing my feed like my life depended on it. And guess what, guys? Good news. Good news. Because of the great questions we received this week, I did not die. So please, keep it up, everybody. Keep it up. My life may depend on it. Uh, Gareth asks, pretty great question. He says, hey, why does Sega hate us so much? It's a good question, Gareth. Uh, Sega hates us because we bought the PlayStation 2 instead of the Dreamcast. And that really bummed him out, you know? I think the Dreamcast was discontinued, what, like two years into its life cycle? People didn't buy the damn thing because... There was so much hype for the PlayStation 2 before it even came out. People kept saying, hey, wait for the PS2, wait for the PS2. That thing's got the emotion engine. That thing's got Toy Story graphics. That thing is going to change the world. It's a DVD player. I don't even know what a DVD is, but I need it. Sega also hates us because of a website called DeviantArt. You know, people turned Sonic the Hedgehog into their weird sexual fantasy. And now they are punishing us with this monster that humanity helped create. Yillian asks a, a question that just 
rolls right along with the theme. She says, why is Sonic a blue hedgehog? Why is Sonic a blue hedgehog? Uh, Sonic is a blue hedgehog because scientifically speaking, scientifically speaking, if you want to be accurate, and the Sonic games, and more importantly, the Sonic movie wants to be accurate. Uh, hedgehogs are born blue. And in fact, uh, if you look at the, the uh, old encyclopedias, the encyclopedias of yore, if you will, hedgehogs were blue. And it wasn't until uh, recently that hedgehogs became normal colors that weren't blue. Uh, just like they recently stopped wearing gloves, they recently stopped wearing Nike trainers, they recently stopped talking with attitude, hanging out with two-tailed flying foxes. Sonic the Hedgehog is blue because that's what he was always meant to be. Now, now though, Sonic is blue because he's just sad. You know, why so blue, Sonic? He says, well, have you seen my trailer lately? I look like shit. So that's why Sonic the Hedgehog is blue. Thanks for the question. Uh, Devin asks a couple more questions here. He says, uh, what is the worst movie you've ever seen in theaters? Hmm. Let me uh, swallow some water here to uh, wet my whistle on this one. See, I I'm usually actually pretty good at avoiding bad movies. But I have seen my fair share of them. But it's mostly been on TV, you know. That's where most bad movies reside, on TV. But when it comes to seeing a bad movie in the theater, Batman and Robin might just take the cake. Uh, I saw it in theaters as a kid. I, 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 Batman's my favorite superhero, okay? Just to put that out there. And I, I, I remember liking Batman forever. I remember really liking uh, Batman Returns and the original Batman from uh, 1989. Is it, I think it was 1989, 1988, 1989. I think it was 1989. You guys, you guys really care about this plot thread here? It was, it was in the 80s, late 80s. I liked those two a lot. And I remember as a kid, I also liked Batman forever. Later as an adult, not, 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 not as much, but I liked it back then. But then I saw Batman and Robin. And honestly, I have few memories of how much I liked it, but I remember a twinge of disappointment. I remember a twinge of disappointment because I didn't like certain things like the uh, the Batmobile just got batshit crazy. I, I don't think I was a fan of the bat nipples. I, I wasn't a fan of Alicia Silverstone's, um, what is it called, acting. But uh, it wasn't until I saw it again in theaters, or in theaters, I, I saw it in theaters as a kid, and then I probably didn't see it for years after that. But it wasn't until I saw it again as an adult, many years later, that I was able to fully and truly appreciate how terrible of a movie it was. It's aggressively trying to be bad with every single line. It, it, it wasn't a movie. It was, it was a two-hour toy commercial. It was, it was so bad that we didn't get another Batman movie for like eight years with uh, Batman Begins, and I, I really liked Batman Begins and The Dark Knight. And uh, even The Dark Knight Rises is pretty good. Those movies were, uh, were the Batman movies I really liked. But the last really bad movie that I remember paying money to watch in a theater was The Last Airbender. See, uh, the, the show Avatar on Nickelodeon was 
was just too good. And I, I, I wanted to believe that this movie would be decent. And I almost didn't go see it because the reviews hit and they weren't good. You know, uh, the, the guys who made Avatar and Nickelodeon, they, they gambled and lost. They, they let M. Night Shyamalan direct the movie. And, you know, he did have a good string of movies back in the, the late 90s, early 2000s with, uh, uh, what is it called, The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable. Uh, he, he, he had some good movies. But then uh, he made some not-so-good movies, and all of a sudden he was working for Nickelodeon. And he made The Last Airbender, and it's a bad movie. It's a very bad movie. It, it's just objectively bad. Batman and Robin is a very bad movie, but you can stomach it. You can even laugh at it. The Last Airbender is a very bad movie, but it sucks the joy just right out of you. It's one of those bad movies where you're just like... You're just waiting for it to end. You're just waiting for it to end. You're considering your life choices. You're thinking, you know what, if I leave now, I might be able to get my money back. That's how bad The Last Airbender is. Devin asks another question. He says, did the drummer who lived below you in Vegas make it big? It's a good question. Uh, for those that don't know, when I lived in Vegas, there was a guy that lived below me in my apartment complex and he would play the drums in the middle of the night. He's, he would say, you know what? You know what this place needs? This place needs to hear my drumming. And uh, it was really great when you worked the graveyard shift and uh, you'd just be woken up or you would never be able to fall asleep because some asshole's drumming in an apartment complex. Anyway, I believe that he did make it big. I am fairly certain he grew up to become Martin Shkreli, the uh, world-famous pharmaceutical douchebag who is now in prison. Anyway, let's wrap this sucker up. I feel like we've, uh, we've had a good show here. Uh, we have some uh, poll results for you guys. On our Facebook page, we uh, put up a poll every week. Last week, we asked, who is your favorite Avenger? 38% of you said it was Pepper Potts. And 62% uh, of you said it was Hawkeye. You know what, uh, if you, I'm not going to spoil the Avengers. I saw Avengers Endgame. But uh, I'll have some light spoilers after the music. This is going to be the first time we ever did this. Uh, after the music uh, wraps up the show, I have, I have a little bit of a, a, a problem that I want to talk about here. So if you've seen the Avengers, feel free to stick around for my little beef. But it, it's not a heavy spoiler regardless. But if you're, if you're sensitive to that sort of thing, I understand. Maybe, maybe circle back to the end of the episode after you see the movie. Anyway, this week's poll is going to be, uh, I don't know, Sonic versus Pikachu. We'll see. Detective Pikachu comes out next week. Uh, you guys can uh, vote on our Facebook page. We also have other social media outlets like Twitter. We are up and loaded on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. That's U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D. -E guys, thank you so much for watching. This has been episode 31 of Chris to Chris. Don't forget you can stick around. For, uh, I don't know, 30 seconds to a minute more of bitching. Uh, guys, enjoy your weekend or else.
looks like everybody left that didn't see the Avengers. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the movie too hard if you haven't seen it. Like I'm really not doing any kind of crazy spoiler. My 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 point is that I have a beef. Okay, I have a beef. Last week, when I I put up the poll and I said, uh, "Who's your favorite Avenger, Pepper Potts or Hawkeye?" I had no idea. I had no idea that they were gonna turn Gwyneth Paltrow, Jade Rocks in your snatch. Pepper Potts into an actual Avenger. I honestly thought they were going to fire this crazy chick years ago. But no. At the end of the Avengers, she's wearing an Iron Man suit. I'm just like, where the hell did that come from? This chick totally screwed up my pole. Totally screwed up my pole. Pepper Potts was not intended to be an appealing choice. Well, neither was Hawkeye, for that matter. Honestly, I I, I have a problem with Facebook's uh, polling system. It's it's uh, very passive-aggressive the way I do these polls, I'm realizing. Anyway, yeah, that, that that's my beef. That's my beef. Where the hell did that come from? Where the hell did that come from? I'm sure it's probably in the comics. But all of a sudden, Pepper Potts is Iron Woman. Iron Woman. Really, Really made me think. Really made me think. You know, I'm watching this movie just thinking like, oh, Disney Disney screwed up my poll. Disney screwed up my poll by actually legitimizing it. It looked like I was really excited for Pepper Potts. Pepper Potts. Gwyneth Paltrow, of all people. Anyway, that's my beef. Hey, guys, thanks for listening. Hey, I'll see you next week.